Welcome back to the TSP podcast. Today, today's probably going to be my favorite one we've done so far. We're going to be doing a, uh, <clears throat> me and Joe here did our mock drafts. This is my first one of the year. Um, this is Joe's probably uh, 56th or something like that. Yeah, around, around those numbers. Yeah. That'd probably be right. <laughs> so Joe's going to start us off with his, and then uh, I'll hit you with mine. And um, from there, we're going to talk about how each other's is wrong. Yeah, um, so to start off, the first two picks I think are no-brainers. Um, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson going Trevor Lawrence 1, Zach Wilson 2. Um, I would guarantee that 100% of mock drafts have th- those two combinations. Um, three could go a bunch of different ways, I think, because no one really knows what the 49ers are thinking. Um, I have them going Trey Lance. Um, I feel like they've shown the most interest in him. And um, I think that he can be a guy that they bring in, have him be mentored by Jimmy G for a year. I think that's what they would be planning at least. And then eventually Lance would take over there. Um, I feel like they're similar. uh, I think Lance is more athletic and he can run and escape the pocket better than Jimmy G. But I think their uh, throwing and their like actual quarterback play is a little bit similar. And I think that's what they like. Um, and that's why they would pick him. And then after three, um, I have a lot of just like weird, wacky picks in this one. Um, so my first one is um, the Falcons. Now, I just had the Falcons pick um, Sewell from Oregon, the Otaku from Oregon. Um, I also think that this pick can eat. Uh, I think this pick will be traded as well. So either way, um, they're going to trade it probably to Carolina or Denver. Um, and then that would make the first four picks a quarterback because Denver and Carolina will probably go Justin Fields at four. Um, But I didn't have them trading in this one. I had them picking Sewell from Oregon. And um, that kind of changes the whole draft because usually I would have four quarterbacks going and then the Bengals would pick Sewell and then you'd have more players. But now I have the um, Bengals getting Jamar Chase from LSU. Um, He showed so much – in the year that Joe Burrow brought them to the championship. And I think uh, Joe Burrow just said that he's trying to recruit. um, He's trying to uh, push the Bengals to go chase at five. Um, And I think that they, they have a shot to get them. They have a really good shot to get them. Um, So number six um, here, I was up in the air with Kyle Pitts and another wide receiver for Miami. Um, I just feel like Mike Kosicki is an up, up and coming um, tight end who is actually going to be really good in the league. And then their wide receivers are good. They they just picked up Will Fuller and they have um, Devontae Parker. But to me, Will Fuller really isn't anything special, I don't think. So I have them going Jalen Waddle, who is probably my number two wide receiver. Um, I just feel like he's going to add that, like, speed and that playmaking capability in the open field and going deep. Um, and that's that's just where I'm going with number six. Number seven, um, I think that the Lions could go – I think they're going to go Patrick 13 just to help out their defense. Um, add a nice corner back there. Um, they could also go Devontae uh, Smith, but I'm going to have them going 13. Number eight with the Panthers, I have them going Justin Fields. 
I really don't think uh, Teddy Bridgewater is um, a viable option as a starting quarterback. Maybe as a maybe as a backup to um, like help Fields like get better because he's an athletic player and. You know, I think that's just going to help him grow as an NFL player. So, Justin Fields would probably be my pick for there. Um, number nine, I'm going to have Rashawn Slater at offensive tackle um, going to the Broncos. I feel like they've had struggles. Um, Drew Locke, and I mean, they could also use a quarterback, and which is why I had them trading up from nine to four. And, uh, I just think that Drew Locke could still be a viable option as like a placeholder until they have the opportunity to draft a franchise quarterback or pick up one. So I have them going Rashawn Slater just to protect him and to build up that offensive line because they haven't really shown me anything good. Garrett Bowles is kind of – they dropped him a few years ago. He's kind of like up and down, but I don't really think he's that um, – he's a great option there. Um Cowboys, they're definitely going cornerback. Patrick Sertain's off the board, though, so they're going to probably go. Um, I have them going J.C. Horn just because I like J.C. Horn over Caleb Farley. Um, so I have them going there, but I I think that either one, it's up in the air. I think Caleb Farley has a better chance, but I just think that J.C. Horn has shown more through pro day, and if there was going to be a scouting combine, I think he would uh, show more there. Um Giants, I have them bolstering their defense, um, going Micah Parsons um, from Penn State. I think they had Blake Martinez, who was um, really good last year, but adding another piece to that defense will really just help them out um, after their free agency with um, picking up all them all their offensive weapons. Um, and then here is the craziest part is the Eagles at 12, um, going Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts falls to them. I just feel like no Wild. I feel like no one really is going to – I don't know why I had this. I just had no one picking up a tight end. No one needed one. I think the Bengals were the number one team that actually could have used a tight end, but they went chase instead, a playmaker on the outside instead of a tight end. Um, I think this will be good because I think we might deal away um, Zach Ertz on trade night for maybe a pick in like the third round, fourth round, something around there. So then that's going to just add Kyle Pitts and uh, – Dallas Goddard to be the next uh, tight end duo in Philly. Um, my 13th pick, I feel like the uh, Chargers are going to have to go in O-line to protect their uh, young star, Justin Herbert. Um, you know, he's offensive rookie of the year. He's has a lot of upside, so might as well put, put up someone on the offensive line so you can have him around for a longer amount of time without him getting hurt. Um the Vikings, I think, also need help at offensive line, so I have them going Elijah Vera Tucker um, from uh, USC. He's an interior offensive lineman, so he's probably going to play guard. Um, I think that's just a good pickup because I think Kirk Cousins is a good option at starting quarterback, even though he's been up and down. But uh, I feel like he can still be a starting quarterback. And then I'm going to just stop at 15 here to let Angelo catch up and uh, – my 15th pick is going to be Mac Jones going to the Patriots. They're looking for a guy, and I think Mac Jones is a perfect guy to fit into um, Bill Belichick's system. Um, I think he's. I think he looks at Mac Jones and sees maybe the next Tom Brady. I don't really see him being that good, but you know, that's I think where Belichick's going to look for, and that's where he's going to go. I like it. I like a lot of your draft. Um, 
I have so my my mock draft is tradeless um, up until this point because a lot of people might be moving. The Patriots are trying to move up to get a quarterback, um, but this is just if they don't. Um, same with the uh, Broncos and the Panthers. If they don't move up, I'm just going to have them pick where they are. First three, self-explanatory, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and then San Francisco. If It couldn't it couldn't be more obvious that they traded up to get a quarterback, and I think the best one on the board is going to be Trey Lance that's left. Um, the Falcons, um, I think they go Penny Sewell from Oregon. I don't think that they're giving up on Matt Ryan yet. I think Matt, Matt Ryan's been playing so good. Um, it's just people aren't realizing it because his team is losing. Um, Matt Ryan still has a lot left in him, and his offense is really good. I think that just grabbing him an offensive lineman that could go in day one would be huge and help that offense out. Um, number five, I have the Bengals taking Kyle Pitts. I don't see it physically possible for him dropping to 12. I don't see it at all. That's my um, sleeper. That's my sleeper drop there. Yeah. Yeah. The last time a player dropped really, really far was CD Lamb last year, and we saw a team that didn't need a wide receiver take him just because he was there um, with the Cowboys. Yeah. When they could have taken a corner last year. Um, number six, I have the Dolphins taking Jamar Chase. Um, I don't think Chase is going to drop far at all, and I think this is a perfect spot for him um, to add some young talent. Um, and probably – I think Jamar Chase was a better football player than uh, Justin Jefferson when they played together at LSU. Um, so to think that Jamar Chase could come in and play better than him or just as good year one, um, I, I don't think you could pass that up if you're the Dolphins. I think that could be huge. Yeah. Um, number seven, I have the Lions taking Justin Fields. Detroit has been the most depressing sports city um, and Michigan being the state forever. I think that the Lions need more than just um, grabbing Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff's just there to be some, some type of a mentor to a quarterback and to play just a little bit. So instead of the Lions throwing in a rookie right away with not that much talent around him, they'll be able to, um, they'll be able to ease Justin Fields into it. Mm-hmm. Um, eight. I have Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle. That's if the that's if the Panthers don't move up. Yeah. If they stay where they are, I think they're going to take an offensive tackle. But if they do move up, I think they'll go quarterback. Um, I don't know why you would want to move away from Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Two Gloves is one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm. I saw it firsthand last year. He's amazing. <laughs> I don't know why everyone hates on him so much. Same with – um, same with Jimmy Garoppolo. There's two get way too much hate. But if the Panthers can't make a move, I think they go offensive lineman. Nine is Patrick Sertain. The Broncos are a really, really close team to being really, really good. Yeah. Um, their offense is amazing. The wide receivers are set. Their offensive line keeps a little bit of help, and the running backs are good. Their defense is really, really good besides their cornerbacks. Um, I think the only thing holding them back are their cornerbacks and their quarterback. And if they can't trade up, I think they take Patrick yeah. Sertain at corner just to help that defense make it even better. This could be a really, really, really good defense mm-hmm. next year. Number 10, the Cowboys can't ignore it. Their secondary is terrible. I think they go J.C. Horn, too. I think he's the second-best corner in the yeah. draft. Um, I think he's the second-best corner who's ready to step in. Um like right away because that's what they need. I mean, Trayvon Diggs 
I have mixed feelings about him. I watched him a lot last year because he played my Eagles. And uh, I watched him because I keep a close eye on the Cowboys. And he, I mean, when it comes to corner, corner is one of those positions where you have to be athletic. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, you have to be able to keep up with these athletic wide receivers. And I just, he just wasn't there. He couldn't keep up with them. He did get a lot of picks and he made a lot of big plays. Um, like when DK burnt him for like 40 yards somehow um, and then caught that, caught that bomb and then just tried to like walk into the end zone. He got the ball punched out and it was a touchback. That was a good play. He didn't give up on it. Um, but I don't think that Trayvon Diggs is it. I think JC Horn will come in. Um, and hopefully, hopefully he doesn't get the same treatment that the Lions gave um, their corner last year. And he just comes right in, plays number one receivers and gets destroyed because then he's not going to develop. But I think they go JC Horn at 10. Number 11, the Giants are a pretty solid team. They really are. Last year, um, they had some growing pains, I feel like, and that's the reason why they didn't win the division. Uh, plus, the division was terrible. But I think that I think that the Giants, if they have a good draft, could be the favorites for this division just because they're the most put-together team in the NFC East. Um, I think they add offensive lineman Christian from Virginia Tech because I'm, I'm looking at the Giants, and they're all in on Daniel Jones. Um, don't forget, Saquon Barkley still exists. He's coming back. He's going to be amazing again. I can't wait to watch him. I have a love-hate relationship with him, more of a love than a hate. So he's going to come back. The running backs are going to be fine. Their wide receivers are amazing. It's got a lot of depth at the receiver core. Their corners are great. Safeties are great. Linebackers are good. D-line's good. Um, so I think adding alignment to help protect Daniel Jones will just help the whole team out, and I think uh, they go Christian Virginia Tech. 12, the Eagles are going Micah Parsons if he falls. I really, really hope he falls. I know everyone else wants the Eagles to take a wide receiver, but I'm just – I've said it probably three times already in four episodes of this podcast being a thing. The linebacker position is so bad in Philadelphia. It's so bad. And um, adding Micah Parsons could be that guy that could come in. I mean, he kind of looks like – he to me, he looks like a, like a little um, – like, like almost like a baby Luke Keekley. Um, he plays coverage really well, but his, his strong suit is his, his blitzing and his pressure he gets um, behind the line and on the quarterback. I think he could come in um, and be a great middle linebacker for the Eagles. Um, and he's very, very versatile. 13, Chargers also very put-together team. Um, they're getting Derwin James back, which is going to be huge. They're going to help that defense out. I think they go Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. Um, very, very close with J.C. Horn when it comes to talent. Mm-hmm. Um, you could you could flip-flop these picks, number 10 and number 13, easily. But I think that the Chargers, um, you know, they're getting Justin Herbert, who's going to come back better than last year because he played so good last year. Their whole offense is really good. I think adding a corner would be huge. Um, number 14, I have Jeremiah, linebacker from Notre Dame, going to the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Vikings, too, super, super, super good offense. They just have a quarterback who doesn't play good in prime time. Um, but their defense was the real reason they didn't win last year. And then 15, Devontae Smith's finally off the board. That's my fault. Devontae Smith falling all the way to 15 to the Patriots. If they don't trade up for a quarterback, if they get stuck where they are, I think adding a wide receiver would be huge. The Patriots, I think, had the worst wide receiver core last year out of any other team in the league. It was worse than the Eagles. It was worse. It was, it was the worst wide receiver core in the league. 
Um, and I think if they could, if they're stuck at 15, adding a wide receiver would be perfect. That's mine. That's my mock draft. Um, yeah, I, I agree with most of your picks. I still think that the Patriots have to go quarterback. I think they're going Mac Jones, if he's there, of course. Um, I think he will be. Um, and again, with my mock draft, it's a little different because at four, I could see Carolina, Denver, uh, New England, Washington, Chicago. I can see any of those teams trying to jump up to that four spot because I feel like the Falcons really don't need it. I mean, it's going to be harder for, obviously, the Patriots, the football team, and the Bears to jump up there because the Falcons don't probably don't want to fall that far back. But it's definitely a real possibility for Carolina or Denver. Um, those are two guys that I could see going um, up there. Um, but there's just a lot – I think those first three picks are the only really like known picks that like everyone sees happening and like most mock drafts have. Um, three is a little different just because I think it could go either way between Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Really, just depends how you really feel about them. Um, I really just believe Trey Lance is probably um, I don't know more like NFL quarterback like not talent because Justin Fields is a very talented, but more like ready like his play style reminds me of quarterbacks that are in the nfl right now justin fields is just like a big guy runs around and he can run and stuff which could which is becoming the new norm of nfl quarterbacks like if you ask if you ask someone 10 years ago like oh what do you want in a quarterback they wouldn't say like a running a guy who can run and escape the pocket they're gonna say like some guy like tom brady who can sit back there and deliver a ball, like, perfect precision. Now you ask someone, they're going to be like, oh, well, I want a guy who can <clears throat> throw the ball, who might not have per- perfect accuracy, but he can also run and escape the pocket and gain a first down on his legs if he really needs to. Um, right. And I feel like, really, all the quarterbacks in this draft can do that. And um, it just – that's, I think, the most exciting thing to me because I'm like – I like – quarterbacks who can run I think that's why I like Jalen Hurts so much um it's just a new era that we're all going into right now and I feel like I'm just excited for that but uh yeah I feel like Trey Lance is the best option for 49ers um but yeah this is like one of my weirder mock drafts just because I have Kyle Pitts dropping so much um I could see Kyle Pitts like realistically going to Atlanta at four if they don't trade out um, but I don't know. That's just how I feel. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it one month away. So we'll see what happens. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, we're, our drafts are pretty similar. Um, there's just a couple of things. I mean, your draft was with trades. Mine mm-hmm. wasn't. Mine would definitely look different if I did throw in trades. Um, which I will be doing like later when we're yeah. closer to the draft, I'll be throwing in trades. Um, I just I don't biggest thing I don't see Kyle Pitts falling that far. I think Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase are pro- they're the most versatile offensive threats in this draft. Those two and Najee Harris, uh, running back from Alabama. I think those three super super versatile oh, yeah. players. I, I feel like Najee Harris is going to go probably right after fifteen, probably to uh, Arizona. I feel like Arizona is one 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 like uh, piece away. From being uh, like, they're in a tough division though. Um, but I feel like if you look at their team, 
Kyler Murray is like this up and coming guy. He's not like fully like great yet, but I feel like he can be soon, especially with the best receipt one of the best receivers in the NFL. When you have him lined up, Kirk is also playing pretty good right now. Andy Isabella showed some stuff, um, but I feel like they've just had a missing spot at running back. Um, Kenyon Drake had a good year two years ago. Last year, he really didn't do much. So I feel like if you can add Najee Harris to that team, they they could be a they could be a problem. Um, I feel like their defense is pretty good. They lost Patrick Peterson, so they could also go corner. But um, I feel like Najee Harris would just make the most sense because not just like that one piece that is going to just I think give them the push to be like that playoff like you could see them in the playoffs for the next couple years, like in a row consistently. Right. I don't know about that. I mean, it's at 16, we got the, you know, the Cardinals and um, they just added JJ Watt and they have Chandler Jones on the outside. Their linebacking core is great. Um, they have Isaiah Simmons. Hopefully they can like utilize this year. Last year. They yeah. I feel like he wasn't, he wasn't really like, even when the Eagles played him, I feel like he was, he's obviously playing, but I feel like, I feel like he would have had a bigger impact, especially seeing him play in college, than he did, you know? Well, the biggest reason, I'm pretty sure he only played about 30, 35% of the snaps uh, that year defensively because they just don't know. I mean, their safeties are great. I yeah, Buda Baker is a – Buda Baker, so, he, you know, you can't really – I mean, how are you going to play him at safety yeah. when Buda Baker's there? He, you know, the hard-hitting, come-down-the-line, strong safety. Their linebacking core is great. You can definitely play him at linebacker, and that's where he played most of his um, snaps was like that hybrid safety linebacker spot, like I guess one of those faster linebackers you'd see. So hopefully they can utilize him better to help that defense out. Um, Their corners are good. Their safeties are good. Their linebackers are good. I think that where they go is they go Christian D-tackle out of Alabama the best D tackle Christian in the Barrymore? draft class. Or, yeah. Yeah. Because if you, if you add him that D line, that, yeah, that D line's dirty. JJ Watt. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I mean, how are you going to double team JJ Watt and Chandler Jones and Christian Barrymore? You can't, you know, there's only so many linemen. If that D line, if they do add Christian and that D line emerges as constant pressure on a quarterback, that defense will help. That offense was good. Kyler Murray and his offense. Yeah, but you can't disagree with me that getting a running back like Najee Harris would not bolster their team, their offense even more. No, it would. It would. I'm I'm one of those people that believes in late pick running backs, like um, the running back from Clemson could be available in the second uh, round. Yeah, second he round. could be. He's like a um, late first, early second. Yeah, and I think he is really, really, really good too. He could come in and be a starter right off the bat. They, um, you know, to, to add that dual running back situation. Um, so there's a lot of things I could do. I think the best, personally, would be adding that defensive tackle, making that D line really, really elite. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um. Yeah, and then, I mean, everything's changing in the NFL right now, especially with the draft. You saw today that they finally announced the 17-game schedule. Um, right. Which could be another added component. I mean, I don't really think it's going to be that big of a difference from who you draft, but it could be. Um, no. Just because you need guys who are going to be out there for a whole extra game. Um, I'm excited for that, honestly, because 
who doesn't want more football. Um, I think players right. like I'm. I'm following it, and Alvin Kamara is one of the biggest haters on it right now. He's he's not happy about it, um, which I couldn't. No. I, I mean, I could agree with because they're out there beating themselves up every game. You know, they're getting hit, um, mm-hmm. and we're just watching, having fun. You know, but um, yeah, I'm excited. Right. It's gonna be fun. Um, the draft. Who else is? So my second half of the draft. Um, I have. I mean, no one really. Nothing really like exciting. No other j- trades. Nothing really mu- like. No other quarterbacks. I actually had Devonte Smith because you were saying you don't have him dropping. Like you said, you dropped him to fifteen, and that was bad. I have him dropping to twenty. I have him going to uh, <laughs> Chicago. Um, being across from okay. Allen Robinson, I think that's a would be a big time like upgrade at the wide receiver position. No, I see that totally. I mean, 17 with the Raiders, I think, is a really weird position because yeah. they need a lot of pieces. Um, they, I, I mean, they drafted uh, – what's his name from Alabama last year? Yeah, Henry year. Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. Um, kind of just disappeared. I kinda he, lost didn't, them. He, he didn't play he didn't bad, but, he, yeah, he didn't, he didn't make, a, like, the – like what everyone thought he was gonna be, he didn't really become like this great, great guy. But he was he he, he played well. Yeah, he played a, he played decent. All right. Um, the Raiders, I think, because I have Jalen Waddle still on the board. I think the Raiders will go Jalen Waddle at seventeen, and then Miami, another first round pick, and then they also have the thirty sixth pick. Miami's in a really really good spot. Um, I think Miami has a great running back core. Wouldn't be surprised if they took another one. But I think that they go um, Gregory Rasul uh, from Miami, the edge rusher, because that would be just – for the value you could get for him. That Who are you be, saying? Um, he would definitely – Gregory Rasul. Going, to, from, going um, to Miami. Miami. Okay. Yeah, at 18. Um, I can see that. Um, I have them going linebacker there. I have, I have Las Vegas going a no tackle from Oklahoma State, Tevin Jenkins. And then my – for okay. Miami, I have them going Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. Sorry if I butchered that. I so I don't know um, if that's a correct pronunciation, but I have them going linebacker. They had a uh, Jerome Baker last year who was actually really good. Um, so I feel like if they add right. one more linebacker, because you got to think of this, Miami was a ten-win team, missed the playoffs. They, the they playoffs. sold the number three pick. Now they have the number six pick, who they're going to draft probably Jamar yeah. Chase or someone of that caliber. And then you're going to have an upgrade right. to your defense with uh, the linebacker out of Notre Dame at 18. And I just feel like then you can see them probably getting into the playoffs, maybe a wild card. But their division isn't that tough anymore now that uh, what um, uh, Tom Brady's not there anymore. But um, So you could see Miami being a good team for years to come, especially because Tua played well, decent. Um, I think he still has a lot of improvement to go, but um, – they're a team to watch out for, I think. No, they, they definitely are. Um, especially, I mean, I have Jeremiah from Notre Dame going 14. Mm-hmm. So I have him a little earlier. <clears throat> um, that division's really, really close now. It's not, you know, it's not that yeah. Patriots every year. Because now you have Buffalo, who's really, really good. You have the Dolphins, who are right behind them. And they, I think they're, they've gotten better than Buffalo has this year. Like, much, much better, especially with this this draft is going to be huge for them. 
Um, and the Patriots added so yeah. much talent in the offseason. And if they do end up going for a quarterback, which there's no way they don't get a quarterback, especially with Jimmy Garoppolo being available for trade, um, if San Francisco gets Trey Lance, I think the Patriots are going to yeah. be back in that conversation. Um, so I, I think that's going to be a really close – there could be three double-digit win teams. Yeah, I agree. The Bills, um, they they played very well last year. Um, I think Stephon, uh, Stephon Diggs was their the best pickup that you anyone out of all the pickups or trades that could have happened last year. That was the best one of in all the NFL because he just made such a difference, and I think that's the reason really why they won. Like if you watched him, he was like fun to watch. He was making plays every single game. Josh Allen, He's you so saw good. make major, major, major um, improvements. Um, he was like a mediocre kind of quarterback who was like – he was good. And they were like – like you could see that he was like right there maybe like to being like a good quarterback and like help his team win. And this year you really saw it. He was, he was playing very well, especially with Stephon Diggs, which see like that's something that is like – like the Bills did it perfectly. Like they went and helped him become better by getting him. Um, I feel like they're also missing a running back. So um, I have the Bills going Javante Williams from North Carolina at 30. But, uh, yeah, th- like you said, that division's real close. I have them drafting Mac Jones because I don't think Jimmy Gar- Garoppolo is going to be traded. At least that's what 49ers are saying. But um, we right. all know that the NFL is a big business. So they say that now. Wait until – before the season, he could be gone. He, like, you know what I'm saying? So you never really know. So, like, if if they don't draft Mac Jones, New England, um, just watch out for them to trade for Jimmy G. And, yeah, they're, all those teams are in it. And even, even the Jets could be somewhat – I mean, I don't really expect them to be double-digit wins just yet. But if this BYU kid, after watching his tape at the Pro Day, and I know, like, the Pro Day is in all, like – like you're going, you're playing against the air. Like that's it. Like you're doing your drills. But uh, right. if he can be as good as like I think he can be, and like what people are saying, um, that there the uh, AFC East could be probably one of the best in football for a couple years to come. No, yeah, totally. Um, I think the Jets are really far away. Um, Zach Wilson kind of reminds me of. Uh, Josh Allen, in a way, just mm-hmm. because of how strong his arm is and how he can make throws from anywhere. Um, he's just he's coming out of college more accurate than Josh Allen did, uh, which is something I think he could come in and play. He's definitely going to come in and, and could play right away. Sam Darnold uh, will probably start the season to let Zach Wilson kind of ease into it, but eventually after a couple of losses, they're probably going to throw him in. Um, Washington at 19. I think go uh, offensive tackle. Um, I think they go Samuel from uh, Texas uh, at at 19. I feel like um, I I don't see Washington making a quarterback move this year. Um, They added Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, and they have um, that quarterback that played good in the playoffs. So I think there's going to be like a small quarterback battle. I don't think they're going for a quarterback yet. Um, I think that – uh, next year or the year after even that they go for a quarterback. But it, I think it'll be a little bit because they really don't know what they have in their quarterback room yet. 
think they still got to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, at 19, I have them going um, the safety from TACU. Um, I know they have Landon Collins, <laughs> who's um, – I feel like he's kind of regressing. Like, I feel like he's not as good as, like, he once was. Um, I'm not saying that he's horrible or anything, but I'm saying to add another safety to that defensive um, side of the ball um, – just is going to help them just be that much better. And I understand that their their defense is really, really good. But, um, yeah, I just don't have any more quarterbacks on the board for them. Um, they could be a trade-up option. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to trade up that far. But if they can trade up to just be ahead of New England, they can have a shot at Mac Jones. And maybe that's going to – maybe something like that's going to happen. Um Maybe the Eagles could be another drop back, which I could, I actually could see the Eagles dropping back even farther just to gain more draft capital. Um, but I don't know. So right. if they just stick around, I think they're going to bolster their safety. Um, just get one that one more guy just to, because I feel like their defensive back, their front seven is their real strong core, and their defensive backs, they're, they played well last year, but I feel like they're just like still getting there. And I feel like if they could catch up to what their front seven, that defense is you, – you, you're going to have – like the Chiefs are going to have uh, a hard time scoring on them, you know? So that's just what I have for them. Um, but if they could trade up, they're going to probably go up just to get above 15 to get Mac Jones. Yeah, <clears throat> I totally get that. Um, this This draft – I think has just as much talent as um, the Patrick Mahomes draft in uh, was that 2016 yeah. or, or no, that was 2018. So I think this draft class has just as much talent, maybe more than that class um, with those quarterbacks and those running backs, all those running backs that were in that class wide receivers. There's just so many really, really good players at every position in that class. And I wouldn't be surprised if this class comes out just like that. I just think there's so much um, here. I kind of disagree a little bit. Um, <clears throat> and honestly, I just think it's because this draft is a little bit like wonky because the only reason I say that is because a lot of these guys either – some of them played, yeah, they played a whole – like uh, not a whole season, but like they played all the games that they had scheduled. Um Guys like Jamar Chase right. didn't play at all. He opted out of the season. So we didn't – we only have the tape from two years ago where he played – like you saw him play good. He was one of the – he was probably the best wide receiver in college football. Um, right. But no one really knows because it's been like 15 months or almost two years, somewhere between there, that no one has seen him play football. Um, do I think he's just all of a sudden terrible? No, that's not what I'm trying to say. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of these guys you don't know. Like, Trey Lance, he only played a showcase game this season. Last season we saw him play well, but this season he only played a showcase game and he kind of, like, he was like, all right, you know? So, I mean, that's yeah. the only reason this draft's weird. COVID really screwed things up, I think, because you had guys who were like, right. oh, I don't know if I want to play yada yada so i just i just don't know i i think that these guys could be better because of the last time we saw them play or the last time we saw these guys be good they were great um 
yeah, I just think it's up in the air. But it's crazy because you have a few guys in this draft class who are considered some <laughs> of the best prospects ever. Like Trevor Lawrence, everyone's saying he's the greatest, he's the greatest quarterback um, prospect since whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. It's crazy to think about Andrew that, Luck. how like we can be watching a guy yeah. come into the league this year and be instantly make an impact and instantly become like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, which is very hard to do as a rookie. Right. Well, that's all I got today. No, nah, I think it was a good day. Yeah, else, I mean, yeah. it was a short one, a shorter one today, but I think it was good to just talk about like the draft stuff, especially after the trade. Um, nah, yeah, that's all I have too. Yeah. Um, this was a good intro to like, to draft, uh, to our mock drafts. And we're definitely gonna do more of these, especially once we get closer and, uh, to the actual draft and we know more about, um, what's going on on the inside of like team buildings and if there are yep. any more trades happen. Um, so it'll, it'll get more accurate and, and, and more fun, but uh, this was a great introduction, I felt like, um, but that's all we got, so we're going to wrap it here. Um, thank you, everyone, who listened all the way th- uh, through. Um, also, soon, uh, we will be making uh, – we will be extending onto more platforms, social media platforms, so keep an eye on that. Um, we'll update you when that happens. But um, until then – Yeah, thank you, everyone. Have a good one.